podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly view system deal. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Good evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers Transfer Agenda Show. I'm your host, Keith Plunker, and tonight I'm joined as usual by Gav Doyle and Grizz Khan. Gav, how are you? Uh, great. I'm in great form. Um, it's The weather's atrocious, but what can you do? Horrific. But, um, yeah, really, really, really bad, but um, yeah, no, other than that, we're in great form. Everyone everyone in the house is flying, so what more, what more can you ask for? Exactly, exactly. And Grizz, what about you? What's the weather like over your neck of the woods? Smashing. Smashing. We've had an absolute beautiful day. Uh, just come off a three-day restaurant Bender. binge. Yeah. <laughs> Made the most of, like, every pot price still possible. Eat to eat. Oh, what is oh, it? Eat out to help out. So, yeah, why not? Listen. Doing your beer. I'm awful. Do you remember years ago? Do you remember years ago? Do you remember years ago the book used to come in, the telephone book used to come in, the directory used to come through the door. I don't know what happened in England, but it used to happen in Dublin and the directory used to come through the door with all the business listings. And at the back there was vouchers for all the different uh, restaurants. Yeah. And you could go into McDonald's with re- you could go into McDonald's with the little vouchers like buy a Big Mac, get one free. Oh, it's much more advanced now, though. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I'd say so, Chris. Yeah, was twenty five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, just... I'm saying it's very advanced now. But yeah, I've just made the most of like sort of offer possible nice. I even tried it today but it wasn't available but I still just just tried it had a go nice and a painful price but hey it was worth it there you Stupid. go you, you've come out the other end which is good there you go the same the economy the according thing. to Stu Mac <laughs> saving the economy exactly that's what it's all about that's what it's all about so tonight we're here to talk about transfer news and we've got a a few things that we're, we're going to talk about um We've got some interesting uh, Tiago news coming up, but might not be what people expect. And I'll save that for a few minutes. Um, and we're going to talk about a few players linked and just how the, the transfer market is moving and changing sort of daily with news coming out of um, certain journalists that are coming out with stories that are maybe not contradictory to to the other stuff that's coming out but it's as as Grizz you'd say yourself it's a very fluid situation at the moment with Liverpool's uh, transfer business um, we've seen today the fixtures came out the fixture list came out and we're not going to talk too much about that but it may impact on you know how Liverpool look and use their squad 
So before we sort of get stuck into the good stuff, I see a few players being linked away. Have you have any of you heard anything about um some of the fringe players in the squad? A Jardy has moved to Reading. Um, look nailed on for three million, but they don't think they can afford that anymore. Any anything on that, Chris? No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit, um you know we're gonna have to sort of lower our prices or our expectations for 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 players just like you know our, uh, the demands for the players that we want are so high. You know it's a balancing act. Ijari, um, you know nailed on for three million. I think we'll find a way. We'll have to find a way of sort of making them pay sort of over maybe a longer period, you know, uh, something yeah. like that. But you know, the, the, the kid has no future with us. That's that's no. He's he's still training with Reading. Liverpool have enough permission to train at Reading and all. So it's and that's, not even and that's a back. very telltale sign, is it? Exactly. Yeah. We've just said they're going to do something. Acclimatize with your new club. You know, get used to yeah. work out a payment structure. You know, thank you very much. Exactly. Exactly. And Gav, are you worried about any of the sort of fringe players? And I'm not on about the, the more expensive fringe players like the, the Wilsons and Grewiches, but do you think it'll impact us with the, the lesser players trying to maybe move on the LaRouches? I see he was linked with Marseille as well, um, which is interesting because it's been a lot of sort of championship or lower Premier League moves that he's been linked with. Do you think it'll be just clear the mouth for whatever we can get or will Liverpool try and hold on for as much money for the you know, the, the really fringe players. No, I think if they're really fringe players and there's a chance of them leaving, they leave. Um, like, let's be honest about it. It's, the, the likes of Ajaria, um, Ojo's still around, isn't he? You know, the, these sort of players. Yeah. If, the, if, I, I, I wouldn't even say they served their purpose. They haven't, they haven't done anything that would make you think, you know, they could come back and have a chance. Like we, we, we look at Harry Wilson and, and he's at Bournemouth and he has a decent season at Bournemouth. He's probably one of their standout players. I think mm-hmm. injuries kind of curtailed it a little bit for him. But when you look, when you look at, you know, we're discussing him and we're saying, does he have a future? And it's a bit, you know, you could go, you could go one way or the other. I think most people would go with the fact that, you know, you get him at that value and, and you move him on. But there's no discussion to be had over like uh, Shea Ojo or, or a Jerry or any, anybody like that. I think if enough money comes in and, and you're saying about Reading there and can't afford the three million, you know, Chris is right. You make it work, you know, so much up front, so much yeah. in installments or, bonuses or something and we get it some way or we get close to it and and this, the same will happen and, and like people people will go oh well they, they, they don't really matter you know those transfers but they do because if you throw three or four of them together and you're sitting yep. with 10 or 12 million quid it signs you the left back we've just signed and mm-hmm. instead of people going around saying oh we only spent a lot of money um on, on this left back you've bought that left back and you still have the lot of money so um it's not a case of penny pinching it's not but kind of you know the way things are now those smaller transfers that you just kind of wrote off when you were when you were bringing when it was coming into the reckoning, you know, in years gone past, they add up now and they add up to something where you look at a player and you say 25 million now, he was 40, but he's only 25 now and we're only giving 12 up front. Well, them players have paid for it. So uh, yeah. I don't, uh, listen, whoever they get rid of, they get rid of. I don't think there's, there's nobody kind of stand out where you go, oh, he might have a chance. I don't think they do. And I think you get what you get what you can and you move on. Yeah, exactly. You get what you can, but I think, you get what you, get what you can, but I think we're in a very good position in terms of not many have had a bad do you know what I mean? So whoever's mm. gone out on loan, so let's say Ojo, Ajaria, Wilson, we know, 
they've all had good loans, positive loans, positive feedback. Even that flips, you know, he's very highly thought of, you know, at his club, you know. So they've all been successful loans, which always helps when, when it comes to negotiating, when it comes to sort of, you know, getting the extra million or half a million for it. You know, even Larucci, you know, some standout performances last season when he came in. You know, clubs, French clubs will have looked at that. They will have said, look, he's come from Liverpool. You know, champions of the world. You know, even for, you know, we've, we're talking about sort of the kids and sort of the really outsiders, but so even players like Grich, uh, Wilson, Shakiri, you know, we're, we're, they're coming from, from Liverpool. It's not a joke anymore. Do you know what I mean? We can we can ask for stupid price, some may think, but they've been coached under club. They're coming from Liverpool Football Club. They're coming from very high level. No, Chris is drifting in and out there. Yeah. Um, it, we got him back in a little minute. We will. Go on, Keith. Go on. But his, his point, though, I know what he's trying to say. You know that they, they, they will be attractive, these players, to their teams. And it might be a case of Liverpool just throwing in, uh, you know, a, a, a sell on clause or something might, you know, for the likes of LaRouche or uh, a Jardy, they might throw in an extra sell on clause, an extra percentage or whatever that might, um, might be able to sweeten the deal, but I think they'll move them all on. Uh, we've got we've got three hundred and sixty-seven watching us there tonight. We've a hundred and thirty-one likes so far, which is brilliant. But you know, if we can just anyone that's not um, that's in watching us, if you are not subscribed, just hit that bell icon, hit the the notification, get all the shows direct here. Uh, I know some people watch the show and aren't subscribed, um, which is you know that that's fair enough. But you know, it's only it's not much just to. Just hit that little icon and you won't miss. You'll be reminded about any of the shows that are coming up. Uh, so it's worth your while. We've, like I said, if we can smash the like button as well, it's it's important for ourselves just to hit them likes and the the subscribes. So if we can, do we want to set a target on that tonight, Gav? Yeah, let's, let's, let's see if we can get the 400 likes. Let's tonight. go for it. We done 312 the other night. Let's see if we can get the 400, yeah? So there you go. We'll chill for the stars tonight. 400 likes. If everyone in there just gives us a little like, and we'll see how many we can get up on the list. That'll be great. We'll be doing well. Um, I want to move on, lads, and talk to a player that's constantly been linked with us. And, I, you know, I don't know how you feel about this link, whether it's a strong link or whether it's a bit more tenuous. Uh, and I know Sean, who isn't here with us at the moment, um, is a big fan of Ben White. And he's a player that's constant name keeps coming up. Um, the money is big. And I'll come to you, Gav. What do you make of the links to Ben White? And do you think it's a do or, or do you buy into the the 30 million or whatever it's going to cost being too much for the centre-back for Liverpool this summer? Um, Shawnee is the biggest advocate for Ben White um, that I know. And I think it was Grizz shared a clip with us yesterday in the WhatsApp group just showing him. Um, he looks so confident on the ball. He's not afraid to run fifty yards or down the pitch. Um, might give a few Liverpool fans in the main stand a bit of um, a heart attack, but quick, uh, good in the tackle, um, good on the turn. You know, I've heard people say he's not good in the air. The clips I've seen, he's quite good in the air. Yeah. Um, very technically, looks very good. He looks a bit of a Rolls Royce player. I'm being honest with you. Um, just the way he plays. Now, I'm not saying he's a Rolls Royce player, but he looks like he has that demeanor about him. And as I said, Sean is his, his biggest advocate with us, and I don't see why not. Look, I, I'm very interested around the Brighton Leeds team because Brighton have loaned him 
and haven't put a haven't put a you know a chance to buy at the end for a super amount of money. So they obviously wanted them back. And Leeds are going in there with bids of I think twenty twenty, twenty two and twenty five, I think are the three bids that have gone into Leeds yeah. gone in from Leeds. And you know the they're scuppering any chance they have of even getting them back on loan again. You know, that kind of way. They're obviously annoying Brighton, but they know that there's a threshold somewhere where they can get hold of them. And, you know, I looking at him, I, I would have thought Brighton would do well to try build around him for the next 10 years if he's that good or if he can get two or three years out of him. But with regards to us, um, I'd love to see us go from. And, I, you know, people will, will cry about 30 million and stuff like that, but... I was having to think about this today and, and, you know, people have mentioned the, the, the big, the big money from the, the Premier League and, you know, they're talking 70, 75 in the Champions League from, from last season and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now I know it's a lot of, a lot goes on that. A lot goes on, on, you know, players wages, bonuses, the general running of the club. And of course you have to take in, into effect COVID. But Keith, I, I was thinking about this today and, and, I, I'd have Ben White. If it, if it takes 30 million and you could get him, I'd go for him. I really would. Um, just to make Shawnee happy, I suppose. But just by looking <laughs> at him, he's a great prospect. Um, he's, he's 20 odd years of age. He looks like he has everything you would need to be a, a, a really, really, really good centre back. And I can't see why Liverpool couldn't do that and maybe do with Thiago and maybe do a striker and probably spend on the good 100 million anyway. And people will go, whoa, hold on, they're never spending 100. But when you look at the likes of Shakiri, Gruwich, um, even Origi, if you're bringing in a striker, if you got four or five of them together and average somewhere between 12 and 15 million uh, across four or five players, the spend over the summer then or the commitment you've made is probably only somewhere between 30 to 45 million pounds. And I think that's well within the reach of Liverpool Football Club this summer. I really do. It, I agree. I think it's something that the 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 messages that have been coming out of the club, well, well not out of the club, from from people around the the journalists and all that are usually associated with the club. The the figures it started off in the summer that Liverpool had no money, right? At, at Jordan COVID, even though nothing was ever said by Liverpool that he had no money, it was assumed because he didn't go for Werner that he wasn't going to spend big again. Didn't based not based on really anything. It was all assumption, 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 and it seems to be changing all the time. Whether Liverpool are going to spend big, I think a hundred million is very easy to do in this transfer window. Grizz, would you think that's too much, or do you think it's it's a doable amount of money? Would you agree with Gav that you know the the, the figures being bandied about are realistic and something that we could do? They are realistic, but we won't do that. I don't think we would. I don't think we will. I think we would have. I think Ben White was, from what I was told, Ben White was the number one centre-back choice pre-COVID. But it just, it's just in a situation now where I agree with that. There's a lot of assessing to do at the moment. I genuinely think there's a lot of assessing. And the fact that this window goes into sort of, what, another seven, eight weeks left of it? Yeah, there's so much yeah. more to assess yet. I mean, look, Ben White... Brian are Brian are sticking to their guns and saying, look, they they're quoting the same prices that they were quoting pre-COVID, right? And they're not taking anything into consideration at the moment. But I, it's just my opinion that these clubs are saying sort of like your Watfords and your Brightons, you know, and even your Norwiches with the Jamal Lewis incident, I think they'll 
Oh, no, Cruz gone again. putting on a brave face at the moment. Off the window. Um, wherever, but am I, am I not here? You're yeah. here, but it's very, very bad. Only in spirit. Oh, oh, he's gone. He's, he's gone. gone again. He's gone. The, um, the Brighton thing, I mean, Brighton can say what they want about holding out for this amount of money, but I think Ben White said he's not going to be re-signing with, Bar- with Brighton. So it do, maybe it makes it, maybe they're a bit of bluster and bravo at the start of the window, Gav. Would you reckon there could be a bit of that in? There could be, like like Stevie says, Gav's, um, the world's gone mad, Gav's saying 30 million for Ben White, but Gary Murphy then says get him for 30 million or for 30 million I get him in, in three years for 60 million it's a no brainer go for him now that's what I'm thinking and I'm not listen this isn't one of those things where for me it's it's not one of those things where it's just oh we really like him pay the 30 million it's a position we need it's a player we really yeah. like and it's not undoable it's 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 yeah. not it's not beyond the realms of possibility to do and I go back to like people are saying you know you'll, ne- you'll never get that sort of money for people in 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 um, in the situation we're in now, listen. If Bournemouth are getting forty-one million for Nathan Aki, right, and they're letting <laughs> the goalkeeper Ramsdale go for close to twenty, Liverpool yeah. are in by are under no pressure. You know, are, are there's nothing wrong with Liverpool going and saying, oh, "We want, for argument's sake, fifteen for Grewich, fifteen for Shakiri, twenty for just say twenty for Origi, which I think it'll be more, yeah. right? So there's 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 fifty million. Right, you spend a hundred, you get fifty back. That's only three players out the door, right? That's without talking about Wilson or or anybody else. And you you spend forty million pounds a summer, you know. So, um, I I don't think it's undoable. Um, is I I just I just I think here's Grizz back again. I think that um, I think it's one of those things where if if Leeds are putting in twenty five for Ben White. We probably know it ends somewhere around thirty, and I, yeah. I think Liverpool should be absolutely in the conversation at thirty million pounds for Ben Absolutely, yeah, I agree as well. Um, Guys, I'm sorry, I think I'm, I'm having a few technical issues today, aren't I? Yeah, you're okay. Go on. Finishing up on Ben Moy, Chris. Do you have anything else you want? Yeah, no, on? I just think, I just think. It, yeah, I just think I just think that we're not gonna we're not gonna be looking to pay that kind of fee for him now. We were, but if but if he holds back, you know, we we possibly explore that if he stay, if he stays at Brighton, um, you know, we could possibly even you know sort of do a deal with them, sort of like have another season in the Premier League, and then we go for him in the summer. I mean, that would make sense, but I can't see us spending thirty million on a centre back. Uh, with the situation that we're in now, that's just my personal opinion. I think if we go for a centre back, and that's a big if now with with developments, which we may touch on later, um, we're looking at centre back that we're looking to pay sort of maximum 15, 18 million for, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Um, Alex, Alex says Grizz definitely has uh, a hotmail email address. It's obviously going <laughs> on the fact that he keeps dropping in and out. No, Grizz is having um, issues tonight because he's changed his device while the others are, while his other one is getting fixed. So you'll have to bear yeah. with us. Hopefully, it, it holds up throughout the yeah. rest of the show. Um, yeah, go on, Keith. Sorry, I just wanted to throw it No, on no, there. no, that, that's great. So, again, before we move on, keep hitting that like button, folks. Um, it's important for us as well. Somebody, so, if you somebody can just needs smash to, it. Somebody needs to get in charge of these likes and let us know how many there is. 
Yeah, all you have it there. There's 212, 450 watching. So, you know, just hit that like, little thumbs up. It's all it is. Yeah. Um, right. And it'll come on. So, what I want to move on next. So, before we go off that, like, I Grizz said something there, and I do agree with it. Someone mentioned in the chat about Endeka interest, and I think that's why we do have the interest in in Evan Endeka, and we do have an interest in Ozan Kabak, and we do have an interest in Aisa Mandy. It's the 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 cheaper option if they can't, and if the price keeps going up for Ben I think that's where the the lower price players will come into. I agree with Grizz. I think he is the the ideal choice for the committee. Would like to get Ben White, but it's looking like it's just going open up on that one so they might move away and go for a, a cheaper option which is not necessarily the wrong option but might just be something that they're not going to look to do at this time especially with Vandenberg there in reserve who I know Grizz is a big fan of <coughs> <laughs> don't don't mention Vandenberg fuck me <laughs> I'm gonna move off. I'm gonna move off Liverpool just for a second. So um it's been a few transfer rumors going about and our neighbours Everton have um looks like they're close to doing a deal for the land of Napoli. Uh Grace, have you heard much about this one? It's it's looking like it's it's a done deal nearly that he's only interested in going to Everton. Mustn't have read too much about him. Yeah, another twenty nine year old, another twenty nine year old central midfield player that yeah. Is going to cost a nice hefty fee, but it's what Everton need. Million, We've discussed it before. Is what Everton need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All these nine-year-olds going for thirty million. What's their problem? Yeah. But yeah, very good player. Very good player. Just what they need. Someone in the middle. Someone with a back call. He's gone again. <laughs> He's gone again. We'll, we'll um, Alan, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's Alan. Alan, um, yeah, listen, it's 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 Angelotti, isn't it? Um, when yeah. when you when you looked at Napoli playing Barcelona a couple of weeks ago in the what was it, the last sixteen of the Champions League? Yeah. I can't remember, I can't remember where that is. It now. was, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but straight away I looked at their sidings to see who was in it, and he wasn't. He was he was on the subs bench, so it, yeah. it was kind of a pointer to me because he's been. Um, he was, he's been a regular in Napoli side for the last couple of years, you know, um, a big favourite under, 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 um, Ancelotti there. But obviously he's fallen out of favour there. Um, I think it's a good signing for Everton. Um, he, he's a neat and tidy player. He, he keeps hold of the ball. He, he's, he's a, I think he's a good player. I do. Yeah. But Everton need a hell of a lot more than that. And the, what's, what's it rumour? 25 ish. 30, 30 million euros, yeah, so about 25 million pounds probably in or around that that figure. Mm. Um, but it's yeah, big books, I, big wages as well. Yeah, it'd be big wages as well, but it, they have to do something. I said this a couple yeah. of weeks ago, Keith. I think, I think they're in the last, I think they're in the last chance of Lumen Ancelotti already. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I really, really do. Like, um, show what, is a Sean. Um, yeah, it says yeah. Angelotti is treating everything as a vacation. Uh, I, I really, I really do. Um, I think it's the last chance to there for them. Um, the crazy cable guy says, Great show. I'm new to the channel and usually listen to the podcast. Uh, wow, you're very welcome, man. Um, Thanks get to the live chat us. as much as you can. But people, people, um, do listen to the podcast, but obviously, listen to the live show, you get involved and we try to get as many yeah. comments in here as we possibly can. But it's a good signing for everything. It's 25 odd million pounds. Um, 
does it look a bit big? Probably not. I think I think it's a fair enough price, but he needs he needs way more than that. And especially yeah. in midfield, they're so fucking light in midfield. They're so lacking in ideas in midfield, or lacking in in even it, what direction they're trying to go in midfield. I think he he'd be the first one where it's he's going to go and he's going to sit in that midfield for them, and he's he's going to be a dedicated star because he haven't had one properly since. Um, uh, Oh, what's his name? Ghana. Uh, Ghana went to Paris Saint-Germain. So it's um, it's one of those where I think it's a good sign for everything, but they need a hell of a lot more. And trust me, if they go and do four or five or three or four at 25 million quid and it doesn't work, you can forget it. You might as well fucking stop trying because Ancelotti, with that amount of money, and if, if it doesn't succeed, I don't know what to do. I really don't. Yeah. It's a tough one because he is his boy, like from Napoli. He's 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 um he's not just a sitter, I suppose. He he's good, uh, pressing. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he's good at um getting about the pitch as well, which Everton haven't had either. So it's it, it's a make or break signing for them, isn't it? It's it, it could be one that can push them up into the top ten, or it could really be another season of show for them, you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting one to watch at Everton. They they get linked with so many and you know it it doesn't always work out for them. So it, it's just one to keep an eye on. Another one um that's happening, a big big Tiago news now that I'm gonna break. He's in talks with Fiorentina. That's uh Tiago Silva, not Air Tiago. Um a lot of rumor about Tiago Silva going to Chelsea and being offered to the Premier League but the Italian media are reporting that he's in talks with Fiorentina. So anyone that was looking forward to seeing uh, the Brazilian um, centre-back from PSG coming to the Premier League, it may happen, it may not happen, but is he one you wouldn't mind seeing? I see a lot of people saying they wouldn't mind seeing him as their fourth choice. He's he won't come about, and play fourth choice. About 300,000 a week. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Zach said he's new to the live chat. He's been listening since 2014, but this is fantastic. Um, you're very welcome, welcome Zach. And uh, listen again then when, it, when it's available for download later. Uh, one person said the only read super chats. I don't know what that is. Um, it's not us. Definitely not us. Um, but uh, Chris Back reckons, sorry, Chris Back reckons uh, Tiago Silva to Chelsea on a free. I think he was offered there, wasn't he? Um, there was he's talk been offered, being offered to a there. lot of places, yeah. I think he'd be great for Chelsea. And the reason yeah. being, I think he's he's the sort of one that you could bring in because Chelsea have they've a couple of decent prospects at centre half. Yeah, you know they've no leader in there exactly. To, to I think I think if they wanted to do something like a, a tree at the back, which they've tried a bit on the Lampard, um, I think he be he could be very good just to marshal the defence. He's a very good defender. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like he's thirty five, but he's he's the sort of player you could bring in and say, listen, just give us a year. Um, you yeah. could do a year and they could probably all go off to the MLS and get another fortune but not for us um, he, he'd want to play and he'd want to play a, a decent part um, but he wouldn't play a decent part at Liverpool for me um, I think I think it's Van Dijk and it's Gomez and if you're, if Liverpool are going to bring somebody in I'd like to see it be a lot lo- younger to challenge Gomez in the long term and that's why Ben White appeals to me so much but um, it's, it's, it's one of those where there's a couple of sides that could do with Thiago Silva, but Fiorentina, four million a year or something is, is that mm. the, the, the thing I've seen. But he'd be a good signing for a few few teams, but you that you never know. It, he, he he can't be looking for one more big payday. He's got to be paid a bleeding fortune yeah. by Paris Saint Germain. So it's probably it's probably more of a project thing that he might be looking at. And Fiorentina could be a 
yeah. uh, Chelsea could be it, but he could do a job for a couple of couple of defences in in the Premier League. Arsenal is another one, actually. Yeah, the only thing I was wondering with him as well was maybe at his age now, and he is on the decline. Oh, he's mm. gone, is he? The, well, the Serie A might suit. Saying he's gone to Fiorentina. Yeah, he could be, he could be gone. I did read that they were in deep negotiation, so it could be a done deal, and it probably make more sense if he did go back to Serie A. If he's getting that bit slower, you know, maybe the Premier League could spit him up and chew him out, you know, that way. So it, it, maybe it's a sensible one. But you mentioned Arsenal there, and uh, Stephen O'Connor mentioned in the chat there that he's surprised no one has gone for Malang Sar on a free transfer. Malang Sar is a centre back, plays left hand side, can play left back. I think he played for Nice, and he's our contract. He's only. 22 or something he's very young highly rated centre back and he's been linked to Arsenal a lot and he hasn't gone anywhere but uh, Arsenal it is surprising that Sar hasn't been strongly linked with other teams as I said he's on a he's on a free so I don't know what's going on there but I want to move on to Arsenal for a sec Gav they've been linked with a lot of players now and they've been linked with uh, a move for Gabriel centre back from Lille a Brazilian um, centre back a very good player now um I think they're in head to head with Napoli does, to try does, and get him. It, yeah, but th- this is the one that that broke earlier. That he's apparently agreed a deal with Arsenal. Okay. Yeah. And um, uh, Kevin Sullivan says he believes Sar to Madrid is close. So there you go. Well, I wouldn't be um, surprised. But uh, this is Gabriel. Yeah, from Lille, twenty-two million. Yeah. Now apparently, what's gone on there is is that he's agreed a deal with Arsenal, and then his agent turned around and basically offered them to Manchester United. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what's going on, but they're looking, Arsenal are, they need a rebuild and, and I like what Arteta's doing, I'm being honest with you. Yeah. He's bringing back his player from loan, um, who was away. Saliba. Saliba, um, who's yeah. highly, highly rated. He's looking to bring this other, this other like Gabriel in and he's trying to, he's trying to build at the back. Once these players can defend and just one, I've said it for ages on Arsenal, Keith. Once they can fucking defend, right, and just d- don't be pricking about. Yeah. You know, play football when you need to play football, but when you don't, you defend. If they can do that, Arsenal, Arsenal are doing well because I've, I've been impressed with Arteta the, the way he's trying to go about things. Um, there's a bit of talk over Obama Yang and deals and will he sign, will he not sign? But for me, if if, the, if he can get it right at the back with two or three signings. He, they could do they could do quite well Arsenal so you you know bringing that player back off loan I think he cost him 25 million Saliba didn't he and yeah. you're looking at you're looking at 22 for this one it'll be if 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 he gets it right it's a, it's a 50 million very well spent because it's been the absolute problem at Arsenal for as many years as I can remember and it's probably one of the reasons why I just couldn't get my head around Arsene Wenger still being in that job for many years when he just kept persevering with absolute shit at centre yeah. half and expecting to um, expecting to challenge so yeah. I think it's I think it's a good one for Arsenal. It is a good one, uh, and he did make permanent the uh, Pablo Mari as well, uh, and I know the extended David Luiz. So he looks to be trying to do stuff at the back. Do you know what I mean? He does look to be um, trying to fix things there, and I like how he's going about. And now I did see in the chat there the Arsenal fan circle channel. Um, has mentioned the hour as well, and we're going to move on to him soon enough as well. But Arsenal do seem to be trying. They they have um, the Thomas Partey links are there as well, which makes too much sense. As, you know, if they could get a player like Partey sitting in front of uh, Gabriel and Saliba at the back, you know, they're building a strong team there and a strong spine, which they haven't had. So it'll be interesting to see. It looks like Aubameyang is going to um, extend. 
it, it's a it's an important summer for them as well, isn't it? Because it could be a make or break for Arsenal that they could really push themselves up and challenge for the top four again, or is that too ambitious? He needs time, Keith. And and the on, the only worry I'd have over Arsenal is if they do go with these two centre backs and and Partey is being linked and I think I've seen something today as well where um, Arsenal have been in contact over our is it our yeah that's how you say it our um, and I I do realise someone said to us there that we've spelled his name wrong that's my fault but I kept on correcting to that and and I just fucking overlooked it just and then when it got into me well no when it got into my head I just it stayed in my head so I apologise for that um I, I make mistakes trust me loads of them but. Well, not perfect, Gav. No, <coughs> no, far from it. Far, well, I tell you before, we're a group of dopes. Um, but, <laughs> but the thing, the, 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 apparently the link with our, uh, for Leon is, is that they're offering Genduzi plus money. Mm. So that could be a clever move. They're not going, they're, they're not going to get our amp party. It's not going to happen. It's, it's, yeah. it, there's no way, in my opinion. Now, if they did do it, it's, it's a massive step for them. But then again, you're looking at two, two new centre halves, a new defensive midfielder, a new midfielder. And then you're trying, you know, um, you're, you're trying to put stuff in around, in around that as well. But he, he's going the right way about it. He's, for me, Arteta is identifying the right players or the right type of players, at least, that he needs at Arsenal. Um, they haven't been there for a number of years and it, Arsenal have been glossed over a little bit by you know the form of Alexis Sanchez for a couple of years followed by the form of uh, Aubameyang and Lacazette in, in, in certain bits but then you've also sitting there not giving a fuck you know what I mean yeah. so he's going the right way about it because I think Arsenal have been appalling for a, a number of years and people yeah. will say oh they won the FA Cup listen the FA Cup glosses over things it's a bit like Man City um, yeah. the FA Cup and League Cup have glossed over Pep Guardiola's failure at Manchester City yeah. and it is a failure and I don't give a fuck what anyone says I'll argue yeah. I'll argue all day over it so no for me I think I think Arteta's identifying the right people and if he gets if he gets 75% of them in, I think, I think they could go really well, but they need patience and Arsenal fans aren't known for that. They might yeah. need to take a step back and go, right, it looks great, but give it a year and then go look to push on again. Or they could just explode and go really well. But my only worry would be Arsenal fans putting way too much pressure on Arteta too early on simply because he's identified the right players. Yeah, they're looking at Coutinho as well. Apparently, it's heavily linked with him, you know. So it could be again another big summer at at Arsenal again, and it, it's one that it doesn't tie in with last season when they were paying for Pepe with both vouchers for the next twenty five years, and now all of a sudden they're going to be buying some of the top players in Europe. I don't know how they're going to to nearly make that work in the sort of pandemic, you know, the the post COVID transfer world. But they must have a plan and. They're obviously going to try and run with it. So we'll see. We'll watch this space for Arsenal. So I see you have Chris's um, comment up there mm. about David Brooks to Man United. It's an interesting one, isn't it? It's it surely it's just um, names getting bandied about now, is it? To, to let Dortmund know if you don't hurry up and play ball, I will move on. I don't know if David Brooks is going to frighten Dortmund into business, but they do seem to be getting linked with a lot more players now at United, don't they? They're getting linked with everyone, Keith. Um, and it'd be a worry for me, you know. Like Terry from the football terrace is 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 having a great time, but I fundamentally disagree with his outlook with regards <laughs> to United. I I do, and I'll tell him that. And I was due to be on a show with him last night, but um, it didn't work out. <coughs> we had to postpone it to another time. And when we do get on board and, and get it get it going, get that show on again, I will tell him I I, I disagree with him because. Uh, he's either messing, which 
is I'd hope he is, but if he's not, he's basically saying, you know, um, ah, oh, this is, and, and he's saying what you're saying there. Are, are they trying to push Bruce Dortmund? Listen, Bruce Dortmund aren't looking going. Oh, they'll sign David Brooks if they don't get Sancho. Yeah. They won't give a fuck who they sign yeah. if they want to keep hold of Sancho. You know, this is a deal. Um, that we'll get onto the Sancho in a minute, but Brooks. Very, very highly rated at Sheffield United, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Came through, went for decent money to Bournemouth. Yeah. Looks a player. He does look a player, but he's had bad injuries, hasn't he? Yeah, um, he had a bad one last year. A missed bad most one, of yeah. the season. Yeah, missed most of the season. Looks a talent, but it would be absolute Manchester United to go and sign him for 40 million. <laughs> like, like, he's Manchester United. Like, all said and done, it's Manchester United. This is David Brooks, you know. Yeah. They could let him go off somewhere for a year. Just pay no attention, you know, not go near him. And then next year, go back for 40 million and they get him because yeah. David Brooks will turn and go, Manchester United, I'm playing for Bournemouth or fucking Newcastle or wh- whoever it might be. Manchester United, I'm out of here, you know. So, yeah. um, it's, 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 it's one of those where, you know, oh, it, I don't know, they, they could be using Brooks as a, as a smoke screen towards a Grealish or, or a Sancho, but, uh, I, it doesn't make much sense to me, I'm being honest, Keith. I don't know if it does to you, no. but it doesn't. No, it certainly doesn't. I don't know what's going on with the, the Man United links. Speaking of Grealish, has come back up on the radar as well. And there's talk of them offering um, Romero, the keeper, as part exchange. Mm. Now that they're bringing in Dean Henderson on um, something like the fifth highest wages for the goal, the fifth best paid goalie in the world he'll be when he signs his new contract. Um, I, I don't know what they're doing over there at United. I don't know how much they rate Romero up, but I can't see Villa diving on um on that for Grealish unless there's you know sixty million on top of that. Mm. Can, can you see Grealish being an option for them? But uh, so they're linked with Grealish and they're linked with yeah. Brooks and yeah. they're linked with they're linked Sancho. with Sancho, right? So if you add them all together, it's two hundred million quid. Yeah, right. Just for argument's sake. So Grealish and, and Brooks have to say to themselves, do you? If they really want me, they'd be in for me. Put the mm. bid in, right? But then players have to be looking there going, we're being made fucking scapegoats now for this transfer. Gillies. Because United, yeah. I've seen today, listen, United fans have basically um, identified as Joel Glazer as the man yeah, that's stopping he's the getting transfer. The Joel Glazer isn't trans. Can we go on to Sancho? Because it's fucking annoying me now. What about no problem? Go. Joe what Glazer, Joe Glazer isn't blocking no fucking transfer. This is the transfer that Fabrizio Romano was telling you about 10, 12, 14 days now that it's imminent, yeah. that they've agreed deals, they've agreed everything with Sancho. It's, you know, the, 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 uh, they're just playing a cat game of cat and mouse producer Dortmund. Absolute and utter bullshit, right? And uh, I don't know Fabrizio Romano, I just keep fucking seeing his name. And he's talking absolute, he's talking out of his hole, right? Yeah. Because look at the timeline, right? Imminent. Deal agreed, and and all this well going on, right? Where Borussia Dortmund must declare any bid for the player, right? Whether it's been successful or unsuccessful, they must submit and tell people that they've got the bid. That's the first thing. The second thing is it's been widely known that there's an intermediary looking after things for Borussia Dortmund, so yeah. he hasn't got near his fucking agent. So all this while all this intermediary stuff is going on, and while this all this imminent stuff is being spouted around, right? Nothing has fucking happened. Borussia Dortmund have said it's 120 million euros, I think it is. We want it all or fuck off, right? Yeah. Now, now today, it's, oh, Borussia Dortmund have given United um, permission to speak to Jaden Sancho. Well, how is that? Because 10 days ago, the deal was fucking imminent. It was imminent. Yeah. They did agreed everything. And now United are trying to apparently put pressure on Jaden Sancho's camp by saying the amount of money he's asking for is, is too much and we need to have a look at it. So... United are either distancing themselves 
right, by saying this so they can get away with it, or they're worried about players in their own squad, which I told you about two weeks ago. I fucking said this two weeks ago. Players in that squad are going to look and go, hold on, 19, right, off two good seasons in the Bundesliga, and he's walking around with more money than Paul Pogba and David De Gea. Yeah. Not a chance. So all the stuff that's going on here... I don't believe a fucking bar of it. I, what I do believe is, is that Manchester United absolutely want Jaden Sancho. They've been oh, blown yeah. out of the water with the money they've been quoted. And now they have two choices. Pay up and look like fucking idiots. Or walk away and look like fucking idiots. All right? Yeah. And United fans trying to blame Joel Glazer and, and this plan. How can you blame somebody when they haven't even made a bid? They haven't yeah. made a bid. And, 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 and you've, you've, you've journalists going around saying it's imminent and you've, you've fellas on, on different shows saying that it's all agreed and it's, it, nothing's being done. It's absolutely mad off the wall stuff. And you know what? It, it's, it absolutely signifies how United are doing their business and have done for the last, I don't know, seven years since, since Alex Ferguson yeah. left the job. They're all over the fucking shop. They're all over the shop and they, and clubs know they can take them for an absolute ride. Because I can tell you, I'll tell you now, if Liverpool went in for Jaden Sancho, right, there wouldn't be anything in the fucking papers. They go in and go, how much do you want? 120. We'll give you 100. We'll give you 60, 20, 20. And it'd be done. Yeah. It'd be done. It's the messing about, isn't it, with United that seems to always catch them out. It's, um, this show you're going into the media with everything and, I don't know what their their thinking is on it. They they've gone and you're right. They've backed themselves into a blatant corner with this one. That I don't see how even if they sign him, I, they can't celebrate the signing. Do you know what I mean? It's like they'll have had to have stumped up probably a hundred million up front. Well, yeah, to but, get it but, over the but, line. But, but we've seen things like oh, COVID. They get him at a cup price sixty million pound. Yeah. yeah, this is what you're being told. Try the new big sky burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at Roy's. Ain't no way you're going wrong. Hey, yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. Month and a half ago. Yeah. And you're like, are you fucking mad? You know, uh, Dan Jay says Fjordhoft. He's mentioned Fjordhoft there. Yeah. <coughs> it's listen. Go back and look at the likes. Is whether it's Fjordhoft, um, Romano, whoever it might be, and look at what they were saying, right? And it's basically just imminent, 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 imminent. They all agreed, all agreed. It's all Bournemouth's fault. It's all. It's a game of cat and mouse. And now all of a sudden we're back to square one where United have got a, an agreement to 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 be allowed to speak to Jaden Sancho. So yeah. all this talk then of how much he was on, right? And all this talk of, oh, well, it's too much money. Where Where's that gone? Have we, yeah. have we all just, have we all just, have we all just fucking wiped the, the last four weeks out of our memory? And we're just going to start again, you know? But don't get me wrong. I, I, it's annoying me because people are talking this show and, and people are, are taking it as, as gospel when you can clearly see it's not. But it's very entertaining at the same time because as you said, Keith, they're in a corner, right? They either pay it and people go, you're absolutely torn apart and it'll tear the transfer policy apart. Yeah. Right? For this summer. And listen, if he goes over Pogba, Pogba, probably, I'd say Pogba and the guy have to be matched. And, yeah. you know, then it's all sorts of messing, right? 
or they don't pay it and it's absolute carnage. And then they're scrabbling around for players that they've probably used as pawns in Jaden Sancho's deal, like a Grealish yeah. or like a Brooks. So fair play to them. Uh, Jono said there uh, that Gav, you mock United and Brooks. What's the difference with us signing Mane from Southampton? Wasn't a sexy signing at the time. See, it's different, Jono, in the sense that we went out and identified Mane as a target and went and got him. Man United, if they were to bring in Brooks, he might do well for them. He could be another Dan James. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not their force. So but he's you, there going, you, no, they're no, telling no. everyone they want Sancho. And now it's David Brooks. I know where Jono's coming from. I get Jono, and you make an absolutely fair point. And that's why um, all these people are in the chat to make that fair yeah. point. I, I'm not mocking United over Brooks. Nah. What I'm saying is, United, if they want to sign Brooks, that's absolutely their business, right? Yeah. I don't think it's to sign him for them. I I think he's a very, very good player. I just don't think he's shown enough to be 40 million quid to Manchester United. Do you know what I mean? Now, yeah. uh, now and his point does say about Manny from Southampton. Manny was brilliant for Southampton, right? Yeah. But people were looking at him going, oh, 35 million or whatever it was at the time, right? But he walked for Liverpool. Yeah. He was a winger that had pace. He was direct and it, it fitted what we were trying to do. David Brooks, for me, is a man coming off a bad injury. He was in a bad side. We don't know the way that injury is going to react. And Manchester United... Do they need a David Brooks? Probably not. They probably think they do. It may work. It may not. What I'm saying is, uh, my argument would be that they're using David Brooks and to a lesser extent Jack Grealish in this Jaden Sancho yeah. deal. You know, Because I'll tell you something. If they pay that money for Jaden Sancho, Grealish and, and Brooks aren't going to Manchester United, in my opinion. Nah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's 80 million quid up front. Yeah, it, it blows your fucking. I don't care how big it, you are. It it's blows all a nothing, massive isn't amount. It with it's a massive amount of money to blow out your transfer key, as they will put it. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a mad one. It's it's one. And the thing about Man U as well, they they have that shy pipe Neil Ashton walking for them now, don't they? And he drips everything into the media. And if this is his attempts at you know putting pressure on you know getting the, the news out about United it's been an unmitigated disaster because the messages coming out of them are just blatant terrible isn't it it's it's just nonsensical what they're what they're coming out with I don't know what they're trying to achieve here but look they are what they are one thing I wanted to touch on was something that we were saying about Liverpool not signing a centre back this season and focusing all on Thiago do you see a situation where Liverpool well, we're going to talk about Thiago in a second. Where Liverpool were to sign Thiago in midfield, and I know Melissa already came out and said, done an article about <coughs> stockpile of midfielders and maybe mm. a log jam there. Mm. Could you see a case where, and some people are saying they won't buy a centre back and do, could you see them not signing an attacker and doing the Thiago and a centre back with an eye on what's happening with Sancho at Man U that they could look at it next season? Because what Klopp doesn't want to buy players just for the sake of having them, mm. if he thinks he could get Sancho next summer, he will not buy a forward now this summer. Could you see something like that happening? Well, it harks back to the Virgil van Dijk thing, doesn't it? Well, yeah. it didn't go right, and, and he waited and he waited that whatever it was six months and got him. Um, he'd be waiting a little bit longer this time. But uh, Willow Moran says there Liverpool are meant to be linked with uh, Jaden Sancho. I meant to be stealing the DM under the United's nose. Grizz is talking about this quite a bit. Um, yeah, about 
he feels that they were mad on Jaden Sancho. And if they could, if Jaden Sancho could stay up Dortmund for a, a year and Liverpool could put a deal in place, he would go nowhere else. That's Grizz's opinion. I'm telling you, that's a Grizz's opinion. And he's probably said it publicly, but I know for a fact that's his opinion yeah. that if he stays at Dortmund one more year, Liverpool would absolutely be the, pl- the place he ends yeah. up because Liverpool would be able to structure a deal in a year's time where, and you're another year down the road with Mane and Salah. And that's what Grizz feels. Could they sacrifice the forward and go think well, I'll go back to what I said earlier. I think there's no reason why we can't sign three, but I know where you're coming from with this because this is a mega deal. This is a, yeah. a it's it's a mega deal. I think they could. I think they could. I think the centre back has to be got in. Yeah. Regardless of whether you go to Ben White Road or or, or somebody you know, uh, less expensive. I think the Tiago thing just we'll get onto it in a minute. Um I change my mind on it every day, Keith. And not that I'd like him to play with it, but just the way it's going on. And yeah. a bit like the Jaden Sancho stuff, there's just so much shit going on with it, where I think this would be very straightforward and it it will look very straightforward if it happens. But um, yeah, I think you're, I, th- I think it could. I think you sign a centre-back, you, you bring in Thiago, right? And I don't, I'm not really on board with this whole we've enough midfielders thing. I'm not really on board with it. But um, you bring in Thiago and you say, look, we can deal. We can deal with Origi, and we may leave Brewster in the squad because we have Ward, Jaden Sancho wants us next summer, and he's going to hang on. Yeah, I think mm. it absolutely could be done. Yeah, because Christopher Slee puts a comment in there, and it's something I agree with that he thinks Ox could be used as part of a front three, and that's where what I could see happening is, you know, the the talk again from um, Mel Reddy's article was the 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 money. It's not a money thing. It's it's a a chemistry and team um, makeup issue with the Thiago deal, and you know maybe pushing one midfielder forward up opens up a slot in midfield and cuts out the need. Now, look, I'm not saying I agree with Oxley Chamberlain in a front three because he's never really performed there up to now. But it could be an interesting little tweak that we could see. And it's one to watch because I think this could add to Man U's desperation as well to get Sancho done. Because I think the, they know this is their chance to get the, uh, Sancho done. Because if they don't, there's going to be a lot more vultures yeah. on him next year. And it adds to the, it's putting the pressure on them to get it done. They have to get it done now or, or they're screwed. I think there's an argument there that Liverpool had a look at Sancho. And it came in around 100 million quid, right? And Liverpool probably had it structured somewhere like, as I said, 60, 20, 20, right? But everything went a bit arseways. And, you know, you thought we'd win and do that. And then Dortmund went, no, we want it all. You know, um, there could be an argument for that. Uh, the Oxide Chamberlain stuff going up the front three, no. Um, you're only, for me, you're putting square pegs, round holes sort of thing. But he, he hasn't worked there, Keith. His no. best form has been on the half tone in midfield, and Ari, he has he's yeah. had some poor games in midfield. But I think when he's shown what he can do, I think he, he's he's very very good there. And um, getting beyond, even sometimes getting beyond the the, the attacking line, you know, and, and scoring and breaking from midfield and stuff like that. So I wouldn't like to see that. I'd rather I'd rather be a case of keep a Riga and put Brewster in the squad, bolster it a little bit, and then have a look at next season. Um, but but um. Yeah, I just I. The longer it goes on, believe it or not, I think the more chance United like, have again, because yeah. yeah, I do, I do, I think, I think the longer it goes on, something will, something, something will break, S- somebody yeah, will something break, you know, 
something gives somewhere. And I think it'd be United to give. And I think they'll, they'll, like Grizz said earlier, six or seven weeks left in the, you know, in, in, in the window. Six or seven weeks is nothing, you know? Yeah. Before you know, we're sitting here going, there's two weeks left. You know what I mean? So I think the longer it goes on, I think United will just end up having to press the button on them and go. But it is yeah. holding up everything else they're looking to do. Now, yeah. if they get four or five weeks down the line and Dortmund will refuse to move and United don't want to splash, put out that sort of outlay, then they're in trouble because now they're two weeks out and every other player, you know, that they're looking at goes up 15, 20 million because why not? You know, yeah. so it's um, it's it's one, it's one it's very intriguing, but I think the longer it goes on, I think the more chance of him signing for Manchester United. Having said that, yeah. if he doesn't, I'd, I'd wager a significant amount that he's a Liverpool player this time next year. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, a lot of people in the chat are asking, is Grizz not on tonight? Grizz was on earlier Grizz on, on and yeah. he had technical issues and I think he's still trying to cycle his internet there to get it back up and back up and running. It's not happening for him. So I don't think he's going to get in. Uh, no, he's, just, someone... he's, just, he's just messaged me there just to apologize. He said um, he's having issues. It's actually, he, he uses um, a laptop every night. The laptop is being um, repaired um, and he's tried to use it on a phone tonight. To, he didn't want to miss out. He didn't want to let us down. He, Try it. It didn't work. He tried it on multiple occasions. But um, listen, we will, we will abs- it'll absolutely be sorted for next Tuesday and the transfer yeah. show. So um, mm-hmm. stick with us, keep sharing, keep liking. And um, exactly. we have all his notes anyway. We have everything yeah, exactly. he wants to say. So I'll tell you what exactly, he said. Yeah. We, we do have his news in front of us. We're on 288 likes, folks, and 550 oh. in there. So, we're, we're, so what's what that? 112 short of 400? Yeah. Come on, listen, Grizz is at the fucking leaving us high and dry here. If anybody's watching, <laughs> please hit the like button. Um and anti, anti Nuno like please. And um yeah. yeah, keep keep tweeting Grizz with free Nuno. But uh, hit the like button and um yeah, we get it to four hundred and that'll, yeah. that'll make up for Grizz deserting us. That's it, that's it. Azim put a comment in there, Carl Pil Carl Pilkington and Gerard Butler on the chat tonight. I'm assuming he means me and you and I'm assuming <laughs> that yoga and Gerard Butler now. I, so. I hope so. I hope so, just because I have hair. <laughs> Is that your boner or something, Azim? Uh, no, because I know it's not. I don't have a boner. <laughs> don't have a boner. Don't have a, I don't. Is, I barely have it on my own Twitter account at this stage. I don't use yeah. it. This, this is outrageous. Carry on. Carl Pilkington yeah. couldn't have done better than that. Couldn't have given me Jason Statham or something. And Gerard Butler. Oh, Carl Pilkington. Good show. Good show. Give it to myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck it. Come on, Jay. But uh, we can't. If we can't, you know, look after ourselves. Who can we look after? Precisely. So one thing I want to move on to now, Gav is the talk around the Liverpool midfield. And mm-hmm. we've named this show Come at the Hour. We've seen over the last couple of weeks, you know, Hossam Awar playing for Leon in the Champions League and he looks an absolutely sensational young midfield player. And he's a player strongly linked with Liverpool, has been. And I know he's getting linked with, with Arsenal at the moment. Grizz is going to apply some more. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um Oh, I'm getting Phil Mitchell and Tyson Fury and all now. Jesus. Brilliant. It's brilliant. What's wrong with me, Jason? I got, I got, I got, I got um, Jason Manford the other day. Jay Spearing yeah, is in there as well. Um, but go on. go on. Anyway, I keep it on. Anyway, awesome hour. Uh, mm. He's been strongly linked to Liverpool for a while. Uh, it's not going to be Hossam Hour and Thiago Alcantara coming into Liverpool because we don't have space for one, never mind two. Have you seen much of Hour over the last while, Gav, and what do you make of him as a player? Um, I've watched him a little bit, I have to say. Um, 
I look, look, I'm uh, it's no secret I don't watch French, German, Italian, a bit of Spanish football. I do watch, but uh, on I suppose Grizz and Shawnee and yourself talking about French football, I had a look at him. I've had a little bit of a look at him. He looks quality, doesn't he? He really does. He screams Man City at me, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I think, I, I think, I think the thought is, um. I think the thought is 40 million, but it's probably gone up to 60 million euros now because of his Champions League. Um, the Champions League, you know, he's he's got to a semi-final of the Champions League. He looks quality. He absolutely does. But um, does an argument key that he's better value than Thiago? Yeah, I agree. And that's sort of what, that's what I'm sort of getting to. You know, it's for the age... Um, it's more in line with what FSG would want to do and maybe for the way we'd like to play he's more of a genie replacement than Thiago and I know we'll, we'll come on to genie as well but genie seems to be the logical one out doesn't he to, of the midfield would want to come in now Howard is um, he's a player that is very much creative with the with the dribbling and Thiago is much more of a a passing um, metronomic midfield player that'll keep the ball moving and, and take the player the play over. I can't see him coming our coming to Liverpool to be honest. I agree with you on Man City and the Arsenal link is interesting as someone pointed out, the Arsenal fan pointed out earlier that Juninho and Adil have a good close relationship and mm. they're both the technical directors. He would be good to see him in the Premier League, but maybe not in the, the pale blue of Man City, wouldn't he? I think he'd um, add a lot to them. He'd add a lot to. I think he'd add a lot to most Premier League sides. So I'm being honest with yeah. you. The way he plays, um, he'd add a lot. He'd add a lot. To, like, let's be honest. He'd add. He'd add something to Liverpool. He'd add something to Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, City, United. He'd add. He'd add something to any of those. Um, but having said that, like, if if we're talking around thirty million quid or. 30 million euros or whatever it is for, for Thiago and this fella's 60 million although he's, he, he is younger um, I don't know if the ceiling is there to be better than Thiago but you could flip a coin for the value um, yeah. in both deals I don't see him signing for Liverpool I'm being honest no. with you um, I think it's it's one of those where the timing is probably wrong I think if it was I think if it was a year ago he might have got it yeah, I think you think it might. He's blown up now, but but we, we we're looking at we're looking at Thiago, and we're looking around the Gino and Al thing, which we go on to in a minute. But um, Airware is just it's 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 a step too far. It's it's too many changes to an area that we yeah. like to be very functional in, and I I think it might be one that that gets away from us. I don't even know if yeah. we've gone for it, but I think it gets away from us. I think it absolutely smacks a Manchester City. Although if Arsenal got him, I think. Uh, <laughs> Is there an argument to say Arsenal is a better move? We're at there and he's trying to build something and, you know. Build around them. Yeah, instead of going to that fucking head case at Man City that's melting yeah. his own brain and start, he's melting his own team's brain as well now. So I don't Play know. Playing my left foot or something. <clears throat> I, I'd have him tomorrow, but I can't see it. I just can't see it happening. But it's one yeah. to keep an eye on because things change very quickly. 
Kush Kapoor in the chat there makes a good point. You know, Thiago is a better player now. Thiago is, let's make no bones about it. Thiago is a better player. He's one of the top players in the world in his position. Sean, he said it the other night. You know, there's not many better than Thiago in midfield. And I think he would push us over the edge, which is what we want rather than maybe to, to slowly bring in our into the, into the team. The Thiago, um, the Thiago stuff at the moment, it's, uh, have, have you got Grizz's notes there in front of you on that one, Gav? Thiago? Yeah. Um, like, well, I, I spoke to, I spoke to Grizz at length about Thiago, um, earlier on because it was mainly because of the, the Melissa Reddy stuff that came yeah. out. Now we have spoken, um, me, myself, yourself, uh, Grizz and, and Shawnee in particular on these shows and away from them with regards to how quiet the, the local media in Liverpool or local journals have been, ones that you would expect to get news uh, and, and be the force to break it. Um, how, how quiet they've been on Tiago. Now, I remember going back a little while ago, Melissa already done a similar thing on, on Timo Werner and Timo Werner, we all know what happened. But when you look at this one, she's kind of basically said that Klopp has, you know, has a big interest in Thiago, is a massive fan. I think there's even in there where the, the talks may have happened, um, you know, but there's a bit of a backlog in, in, in the, or a log jam, as you called it, in, in midfield. And may, maybe it's something where one player has to move on in order for Thiago to come in. I think there's a lot of bases being covered there, Keith. I'm going yeah. to be perfectly honest with you. I think there's a lot of, ba- of bases um, being being covered there. I don't agree that Gino and Aldam has to leave Liverpool in order for Thiago Alcantara to sign. Grizz's latest opinion on, on, on this is, and he's been fairly steadfast in it, is that talks have gone on for ages. Okay? Talks have gone on for ages. The talks with Thiago have been extremely positive. The talks with Bayern have been positive, but they are slightly away from each other with the value, and both clubs will renew, um, not not, te- not start, but resume um, talk after the Champions League yeah. final, which is... Tomorrow, the next day, isn't Sunday. it? Sunday. Sunday, is it? Um, so yeah. um, that's where Grizz is on this. Uh, people have come out and said, no, nothing's being done, nothing's being said. Grizz is absolutely steadfast in this, that Liverpool have been talking for months, have made a bid, they're a little bit away from Burns' valuation, and they've both agreed to, look, leave it there for the moment, we will sort it out. But as far as he's concerned, Thiago has basically spoken to Klopp, um, agreed terms with Liverpool, and it's just a case of, Meeting somewhere in the middle, I suppose, with Thiago. And going on it, I think um I, th- I think I think it happens. I I, I genuinely yeah. do. Like uh Winner Pill there says short story, Klopp wants him, FSG don't. Do you agree with that? I don't I don't agree with that. No, I don't agree with that. I think it's not that FSG don't want them. I think Transfer decisions are made and FSG get thrown in too much if something doesn't doesn't happen. I think there's a, a load of them involved in the whole transfer process. So you've Klopp, obviously, you've got Edwards, you've got Michael Gordon, you've got, you know, representing FSG. And I think if they didn't want them, we wouldn't be still talking about them. I don't think there'd be this much of a link. I think they do want them. I just think with any move and FSG especially are businessmen that they they don't they're not reckless as such with their with their spending. I never have been with Liverpool. 
Do you know what I mean? They've never been reckless. They they bring in money and they spend what comes in. And some people don't like that, but that's just the way it is. And I think if people got more accepting of that, they'd probably be happier. You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't be losing their head about sell the boy and all this sort of stuff. I think they'd like to get Thiago, but the deal itself with the year left on the contract and the fact he can talk to him in five months for free means that will they have a, a value of him? But will Bayern have a value? Liverpool have a less of a value. And I think they're just playing cat and mouse to try and get that down to closer to what they want. I think they do want them. I think there's no issues with paying the wages for them. I think there's no issues with getting them into the squad. I just think Liverpool want FSG, Klopp, Edwards, the whole lot of them just want to get it at a price that they're happy with rather than paying 30 million for a player like that's that's Lewis. Because we're not getting mentioned with 30 million for Genie. No, you know what I mean, and you see that's the thing, and and somebody says there that they're surprised that uh, Bayern haven't looked at Genie and Alden. You know, yeah. Maverick says he likes Thiago, but he feels it's a bit of a vanity purchase. We get two years from, and that's it. Uh, they can't justify a four-year contract. Um, there was one more there as well. But the, the comments are bleeding. Three years, yeah. The, the, well, the comments are flying in here. I'm trying to find one there. It was, I think it was Owen Bork that said it. Uh, there you go. Uh, Twenty-five million for one of the best midfielders in the world improves us. It's a no-brainer, yeah. Keith. I'll ask you a question. We don't think it's financial, right? I think it's a case of just finding... And listen, when you go to buy something and there's not a set price on it, you know, if you go to an auction, for argument's sake, right? It's all about... It's all about, um, you know, bartering, isn't it? You, you want the best deal for yourself. You know, if you go to buy a car, second-hand car, and it's there for eight grand, you go in, you go, fucking offer them six. If you get it for seven, yeah. we're happy. It happens every day of the week. It's going to happen with with with, the, with these with, with players and, 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 and everything else. There's too much being made of this financial thing. Yeah. I, 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 because it's all, oh, burn value with this, burn now value with this, Liverpool have offered this, Liverpool have offered that, blah, 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 blah. And there's loads of stuff going, you know, being thrown in the wash and, and it's flying around. I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue is Gino and Alden. Now, yeah. I have argued long and hard that they can both be in the squad. And I, I don't see any reason why they couldn't, you know. Um, but I think Liverpool are maybe looking at this and going, is he signing this deal or is he fucking not? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I... I'm coming around to the way, and Andy will be fucking delighted to hear this, but I'm coming around to the idea that Liverpool are trying to get, will try to get a concrete kind of feeling on Gini Wijnaldum before they move. Yeah. And I think this delay to the Champions League has kind of helped them to see what's going on. But I I think it happens, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too sure Gini leaves. Liverpool might be looking at that and saying, can we balance it? with both of them in the squad. They may have the idea that, well, look, we can get rid of Genie. And I think Genie Milano has been shown a, a massive disrespect by a fucking oh, lot yeah. of people in this. because That would we, bin them. Yeah, get rid of them, get rid of them. I want them to stay. I want them to stay. If you want to bring Thiago in, absolutely do that. Yeah. That's your squad. And, and it's a different way of playing. It's a different approach. And he has different um, he has different attributes to Gino Ronaldo. You know, I want Gino Ronaldo to stay. And I think, I, I think that it's just a case... It's a bit like, oh yeah, just get him in and get rid of him. It's not that fucking simple. Yeah. I'd love to see, I'd love to see him stay, but I think Liverpool might be just looking to, looking to just get more of a solid footing on Gino and Alden, 
And whether that's he's signing and he's agreeing to the deal, great, we can bring this fella in, or he's not signing the deal, well, then Liverpool may decide, well, look, we want to get X amount back. You know that kind of way? It's a difficult one, but putting everything else aside, I think the Thiago thing right now will be, and I said this, I think it'll be very straightforward at some stage where it'll just be a case of Liverpool have agreed a deal, Thiago shows up and he signs, and that's job done. I don't think anyone else is in from, by the way. No. The, 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 the player of his calibre to not have a queue of clubs declared in their interest for him and the ones being mentioned PSG um, and Man City they're the uh, there's no strong links really coming for them it's you know what I mean throw it's, them names out, it's yeah it really is it really is and it's it's not that's what I'm saying there's no no hard links coming in it's only us at the moment and I think I agree I think the Champions League final happens on Sunday and I think we see movement on on that because Bayern know he's not staying so they're not trying to tie him down they're trying to tie down I see Oliver Kahn was out saying that they're working on Alaba trying to get Alaba signed so they're still fighting to get him to sign a contract they know Thiago is gone I think after yeah after the final whistle on Sunday we'll see movement and it will happen very fast now the accumulation to Barcelona thing does maybe does maybe throw a spanner in in that they probably think they can get money for Genie. Um, it would be an interesting one. I said in the chat earlier, I think uh, someone said that they think Genie might hold out for the year. I think Riz might have thought he'd hold out for a year and, and look to get his big move. But Barcelona could be desperate enough, I think, to throw big wages at him. And I know they're not exactly flush at the moment, but they're looking to trim a lot of that squad. And this could be a chance, you know, Koeman's, you know, he's not getting that job with a three-year guaranteed contract or anything, you know what I mean? He's He's got a year till Javi decides he wants that job. So Genie might look and think this is the chance to go there. So that might force Liverpool's hand nearly if he can get it yeah, off. Yeah, but, but, but it might force Liverpool's hand, but let's let's think like Genie Wijnaldum here for a minute. Mm. Okay. Barcelona, great, a new challenge, great. What happens if he goes in a year later, Koeman's fucked out the door, and Javi yeah. comes in and says, I don't want you anymore. Okay, he might got a bumper deal, and he can sit around on it, but Gino and Adam doesn't strike me as the sort of fella that wants to sit around no. you know, on the bench all the time, or not even in a squad. Then he has to look at another move, and then he's probably yeah. moving from Barcelona to oh, God knows who, and he's saying, should have fucking stayed at Liverpool, I should have signed that deal, you know, and he's always said, I think he wants to go back and finish at PSV, isn't he? And that's fair enough, but listen, Gene Adams twenty nine years of age or whatever he is. There's there's three or four good years left and really good years left in Gene Adams. Yeah. Look at him. He's a fucking monster. You know, he doesn't yeah. fall off a cliff when he hits thirty years of age. Me and you do, but Gene oh, yeah. Adams doesn't. I fell off a cliff at sixteen. Ah, listen, I fell off, went back up and fell off again for fuck's yeah. sake. But but looking from Gene Adams, Gene Adams well we're in his rights to A look at the Thiago deal and go, Well, you know, What's happening here? Or B, I'm looking at all these players around me that have been handsomely rewarded for what they've done and he feels he hasn't. And he's well within yeah. his rights to stay. And listen, he could be saying to Liverpool, I want to stay for three more years. And Liverpool is saying, we want you to stay. And he's saying, well, I need to be given this because A, B and C are on it. Why can't I be? You know, and, and that's absolutely fair enough as well. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if, oh, fuck around on a say, I think Gino and Adam signs a deal and I think Thiago comes in as well. Ah, why not? What about our? Is our coming in as well now? Um, we're putting a line through him, are we? The only way our signs to Liverpool is if Gino and Adam leaves and they decide that Thiago's not worth it. Yeah, and I, I think, think so. it's everything's too far down the line, isn't it, for that to happen? I think you know, 
for for that to all fall on its arse now, I think Liverpool will be way behind the eight ball on our at this stage. If you've got Arsenal deep in talks and you've got Man City hovering about, um, and I actually seen Bayern linked with our as well, uh, linked to Bayern, so it could be interesting. A retro one lane, Pep will be Barca manager this time. Now he will not show he won't go back there to stay there. Then there's no way Pep will go back there. I think Pep Guardiola is either seen. Uh, do you know what? I think the match on Sunday night could make a massive bearing on where people are because I think if PSG yeah. win that and I'd hate for it to happen not because it's PSG because yeah. that Tommy fucking Tuchel fella does me a head you're not a fan yeah, I bleed and hate him. Um, uh, if he wins that oh, sure he's lined up at PSG now for at least get another two years over regardless of what he does um, but I think PSG or Juve are the next job for, for Pep Guardiola and I, if I was to put money on it I think it'll be Juventus simply because they've put the other lad in charge and Mm, I don't know. Pirlo, I on, a yeah, legend. I think, I think, yeah, but I think they're on the wane just slightly. Um, Juve. Yeah. Um, he's getting them probably at the at the weakest they've been for four or five years. Would you say? Mm, yeah, so, I suppose you've got a resurgent Inter there as well. With yeah, Conte. So, yeah, he's he's flying and 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 Jesus, the the, the ex Man United players are doing brilliant for them. Yeah, so, you love to see. <laughs> but um, no, I think I think uh, Pep for me. It's it's Juve or, or PSG and PSG might be out the window for him if yeah if uh, if if they win that on Sunday night although I can't see it happening I think Bayern will do them yeah I think that's slaughtered him himself I wouldn't be surprised to see Pep going somewhere like Boca Juniors or something something mad like that over to Argentina for a couple of years um but that's just my opinion that that's probably not right but I think Xavi is nailed on to go into that Barca job whenever he decides he wants it and that might be a couple of years away because he mightn't want to go in with the rebuild that they have to do so maybe Koeman who is a Barca legend scored a goal that won them their first European Cup Yeah, he could be the man that sort of oversees the the transformation gets the younger players back in it'll be interesting to see there but I wouldn't be surprised he's such a fan of Gini Wijnaldum that I wouldn't be surprised to see him pushing the boat out. I think Genie goes to Barca and I think we saw in Thiago. That's what I think will happen. Um, I know Grizz was talking as well about sort of poo-pooing around doing a deal, waiting to get Thiago for free next summer. I think Grizz said that it's it's his understanding is it's going to be now. It's not going to be one that hangs around. Did you hear anything about that? Thiago? Yeah. You know the rumours that Liverpool will wait and try and get him on a pre-contract in January for next season. Um, can't really see that one no, happening. No, I, I can't. I can't. Um, I can't see. No, Thiago moves this summer because yeah. a he wants to move this summer and b Bayern as much as they spend are very good with their money, so they're not gonna they're not gonna let thirty million quid slip through. They simply aren't. Yeah. Um, I think uh, he definitely moves. And to be honest with you. You're looking at it now. The Champions League final is on Sunday, which is the twenty third, isn't it, of of August? And yeah, before you know, you're in September. Before you know, the league's starting. You know, you're you're you're. What are you? Were we three weeks out from the league now? Yeah, um, the, yeah. So it's not far. Um, and it, he wouldn't want to, he wouldn't want to be coming into a side. You know. At the end of September, start of October, like a deadline yeah. day move. He wants to get in and get in with the lads and and, and playing and and know what they're about. So for, I think all parties in Thiago will want to, you know, Bayern will want well done, thanks a million, best of luck. Liverpool will want them in and the player will want to go and, and get it done as quick as he can and settle himself as quick as he can. So for me, um, 
it's it's one of those. This one I had to laugh. I did laugh about this. Michael Keane yeah, to Barcelona. That was that. a brilliant one, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It's good it to see the ever Yeah, Michael Keane, um, being linked with Barcelona. Apparently, he's one of the three players that Ronald Koeman has insisted <laughs> on. Um, when you arrive. imagine Gee, arriving as Barcelona manager and saying, "Listen, I'm not taking the job unless you get me Michael Keane yeah. off Everton." Um, <laughs> yeah, Genie Wijnaldum, Donny Van Der Beek, and Michael Keane. So that's Genie Wijnaldum. Who, who was the last one there? Sorry, yeah. Ronald, I didn't catch that one. Yeah, Roy Keane. It's, it's oh, no, Michael mad. Keane. It's absolutely fucking mad. It really oh, is. Um, you love to see how many? That, how many yeah. likes have we got? Three forty-six. Ah, we didn't get the four hundred. We didn't get the four. We got. We'll, we'll we try go again, again. The next time. We'll try again. We'll try, time. Yeah, we'll try again. The, the, the chat again has been kicking. It's been loads of uh, Pickford. Uh, that's one I'd love to see. Yeah, that's one I'd love to see. Ter Stegen has a bit of an injury at the moment, uh, uh, so that could be the answer. Yeah. Jordan Pickford to Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, Susan says, well, you're such, you guys are such a refreshing change. Love your streams. Thanks a million, Susan. Thanks very much, um, Susan. That's all we Appreciate try to do. That. We try to come yeah. in here, chat about the news. If we have any news ourselves, we give it out there. Um, we take names from the chat and we go we go with it and we have yeah. a laugh at the same time. I think that's exactly. important. We're not trying to be, uh, you know, yeah. making out or something. We're not. We're just we're closing in. Chat. We're closing in on the old uh, 4,000 subscribers as well. I think we're only about 400 short now. There you so, go. Um, we're flying. flying on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the any update before we finish up now, Gav? Um, mm. because I don't think there's much more news to talk about. I think we all agree that we're going to get a centre back, we're going to get Thiago, we're going to get Sancho, and we're all going to be happy at the end of this mm. uh, transfer window. Um, so before we finish up, Instagram, what's happening yeah. on Instagram? Um, what's happening on Instagram? So, as people know. We have, uh, own book wants us to do a five minute show on how to like the video. Uh, it shouldn't take that long, but you're, you're watching it on YouTube. It's just right there. There's a little like button. Thumbs you just up. Click it. It's you just the click thumbs it. up. Um, Maverick is, is cheering for 4,000. Um, we, we'll get to 4,000 sooner rather than later. Um, the support over the last while has been phenomenal, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's been great. Um, it's, it's been amazing. And we're trying our best to keep up with you and, and give you what you want. Um, and on that note, if you, if you have anything you want to talk about, on Sunday when we come back um, we absolutely will we're trying our best to get ourselves back into a rhythm I will get to Instagram or problems but we're trying to get ourselves back into a rhythm now where we're trying to do four to five shows a week so you're going to have you're going to have you know you're going to have your two transfer shows Tuesday and Thursday. We will have the Fatback Four on Sunday. The club is back on Monday. So there's there's four. And we're going to try to fit something in on a Wednesday. And if we can stretch it to a Friday, we will. But if you yeah. want anything for us to do, let us know. And um, We have got a Discord group. We have got an email address. We have got DMs on Twitter that are open. You can, you can, you can send us anything you want. You can throw it in here. You can put it in the comments under the show. We, we'll find it. Because um, we, we do... We do watch, um, we do watch, uh, everything that comes in. So we're trying our best to get back to a rhythm. And trust me, we've plans, um, plans for next season or this season coming yeah. and they're big. But Instagram, we, we've, we've done a bit of effort with, with YouTube and, and it's, yeah. as I said, support's being great. It's kicked off. It's flying. Um, but Instagram, we're going to give a bit of effort to now. We're trying to put up, um, some transfer news on that at the moment. We're trying to, we always put our shows up there. We, we are going to, from the start of next season, we're going to be doing little Instagram lives. We're trying to work out exactly the best way to do it. But Instagram lives, um, 
for 10 minutes before the game and 10 minutes after the game. Um, it'll probably be just two people or one person just coming on, giving, you know, the lineups, the reaction to the lineups, yeah. what we think might happen, and then doing the same after the game. Just a little snippet before and after, um, just on Instagram. And, of course, you'll have all your shows on on YouTube as well. So, yeah, we're going to throw a bit of effort in there. So, again, if you go onto Instagram, just type in LFC Day Trippers, all one word. You'll find us, follow us, and, um, again, we'll have a bit of crack over there as well. Yeah, oh, Arsenal, it, sorry, Arsenal fan circle. You did ask this earlier. Um, when did you start this channel? Um, the the LFC Day Trippers is going about seven years now. Yeah. The channel, the channel, I think was set up probably two years ago, but it was never touched. Yeah. It was never touched. It wasn't something we done. We coined the true stuff on about a year ago, but I'd say two months ago was probably when we put actual actual effort into YouTube. So. Over, if if you're asking us when we actually, instead of just putting on YouTube for people to see if they wanted, and actually going and making a big effort um, on YouTube, you're probably looking around two months. Yeah. No, no, that's true. But I think you're doing yourself a disservice there, Gav. Because was it last summer you start doing these sort of on your own the YouTube stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking yeah. about all those sort of things when there was fuck all to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you started building it from there daily shows you are probably doing what six a week five six a week on your own you know what i, I mean doing, i was doing five a week on my own and then i was doing yeah. one on a sunday then with the lads um, yeah do you know the what heavy it, slog like yeah i took i took a career break from work and i just decided i was going to give her a bash i like talking about liverpool we have great listeners but i was doing it i was doing it live every day but i was literally putting it out there just for people to see it was still we were trying yeah. to get it to download um but that was about a year ago now, yeah. But I suppose it was just putting it out there live and it was great and it was Periscope and it was YouTube and if it happened, it happened. But we were yeah. always getting it for our download, but really trying to, really trying to, um, really trying to push it over the last two months, I suppose, putting a lot of effort in. And it's not only me and Keith and Grizz and Shawnee, it's loads of people putting yeah. loads of effort in. Um, so, yeah, it's going very well and we'll try to do a bit on Instagram and we have... We're working hard, very, very hard on season twenty twenty one. Yeah. And I like that we've we've stuff going on in the pipeline. I know we had our competition with the three hundred or three thousand subscribers and we'll have news on that. Um Soon enough, we'll have something um to, to let you know about how that competition I'm is going. I'm waiting for the weather to clear up. Well, see, this is it. Yeah, this is I'm, it. I'm not, listen, lads, I'll do most things for you, but I'm not going out on monsoons to hit golf balls in wheelie bins from 50 Same. yards. You know, um, other pods would, <laughs> they wouldn't, <laughs> trust me, they wouldn't. Um, but it's, it's, um, no, we will get that. We have, we, we've narrowed yeah. it down now to five finalists, uh, five finalists where we're going to bash balls at, um, at this, at this wheelie bin and, and see, um, who the winner is. We're not telling you who the five finalists are until we make the video. Yeah. Just for a bit of a uh, suspense, but we will put the video up then and you're just going to watch it and find out A, if you're a finalist and B, if you've won it. <laughs> but, um, no, we're going to yeah. do that as soon as we possibly can. If the weather's nice, I just have to get someone to fucking video me hitting balls and how long can they stand with a phone in their hand? Cause we're not going to get all technical. We're going to get someone yeah. on a phone recording. Me, yeah, and um, seeing if I can do it. it it's so, going to um, be agricultural, all right. It's not going to be yeah. a top production. We're not no, going to be getting not, any no. Oscars for this. No, Spielberg won't be asked to drop around and give us a deal <laughs> unless he's in the chat and he wants to. By all means, <coughs> if he is 27 more likes to 400, apparently. Yeah, there you go. So we're getting there, dragging it there over the line, kicking and screaming. We also have our predictor ace game that we're going to do for 
the 2020-21 season and for anyone that's not familiar anyone that's just joined in it's a 50, 50 predictions you just put your answers in and you send them in to predictor.ace at gmail.com you'll find the short video on our YouTube channel about Predictor Ace and it gives you the 50 questions to 50 predictions just enter it you can enter as many people in the house of you know you can throw as many predictions in as you want uh, correct me if i'm wrong there it's only one per person is it but if you have four or five in the house oh yeah like if you're there with your wife and three kids and they're all football fans and you want to do it you just send us the email with you know your name and the 50 the next person and the 50 and do it um the emails are still rolling in there i haven't got them got to them to uh, no, no. collect them all but I will collect we will get them yeah once um, we once the rope, season starts that that's when the, the cut off in, yeah. is yeah the cut off for this is when the season starts so mm-hmm. you know get your predictions in as many people as you want and there will be a lot of prizes for the winner it'll be a winner takes all uh, type yeah. of thing but we'll be we'll be mentioning it throughout the season you know giving updates and this all stems from the lads done um, their own um, trippers one predictions for this season and, and it was good and it was interesting and one of the one of the guys that, that listened Stuart came up and said would we expand it to the to the the listeners and we thought it was a great idea and and Stuart did put in a lot of work to help us out with that and, and it looks really good so look if you just want to get involved it's a bit of crack it's not going to cost you anything only an email you know what I mean it's, it's not yeah. going to be that hard a couple of questions, Susan, and we'll finish up now, but Susan Cox asked, would you consider doing watch-alongs using Hot mic when the season starts? We have looked at that, Susan, um, but uh, th- there's no interest from us. We've no lads that have interest in doing it um, mm. because they can't get their head around anybody watching them, watching the match. Yeah, Why aren't you just watching the match? Um, now, mate, listen, I've heard arguments that people stick it on, they stick their earphones in and they listen to air com. You could listen to air commentary while watching the match. I get that. But, you know, a lot of people seem to watch. But listen, it's not something we've completely ruled out. It's just a case of finding yeah. somebody that would want to do it because I wouldn't come on and do it. I'm being perfectly honest with you. I just wouldn't. Um, yeah, I think I, th- I think that's about it. Sean, he wants to do a Premier League fantasy football for the day trippers as well. Open it up to all the list, all the all the um, subscribers as well. Um, yeah. We'll get back to you on that. That'll be just for a laugh. No entry fee, no prizes, yeah. no nothing. Just get in there. It's all for the glory, I suppose. Um, but Sean, he's working on that. And we'll get back to you as well. Yeah, so look, we, we try and just get as much things going to get people... You know, one of the big things that we have about this uh, this show, this channel, is the interaction with the the chat, and it, it really is brilliant. You know, and it's something that, as as Gav said there, you know, the the last couple of months the shows have popped a bit. But that's been a lot down to the chat, the the interaction we've been having with the chat room, which has been brilliant. And we just want that to keep on. You know what I mean? So mm. the more things we can do to to involve the people in the chat. It's, that that's what we're in it for, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. look, we we come up with as much as we can to keep it going and you know, who knows what the next thing maybe we'll be watch alongs, but I don't know. I don't know who wants to listen to us, but I'm sure we'll see. We we haven't ruled it out. Like like someone says, Alan says, Would you be up for live streaming the the preseason games this week? Um when are they? Don't know. Saturday and Tuesday or something, is it? Yeah, we, we, we'll have a look into it. We'll have a look into it, right? We might do it on YouTube. We may do it. Um, Owen Bork asks, um, Owen Bork asks, did the, did the reunion pod ever make to see the light of day? I don't think it did, simply because there was too much stuff in it that we'd get arrested for. Yeah. And trying to edit it was an absolute joke. The file is there someday, somewhere, and if someday we can get to it and try clean it up as um, as much as we can, um, we will, I, I promise. <laughs> 
it took Guns N' Roses about 20 years to get Chinese democracy off the ground. So, you know, this, I wouldn't wait on this one for too long. This could be a 30 year wait to hear what happened in that pod. So, yeah, you know, it could be one of those. Don't it hold you that, Brett. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, there you go, um, yeah. so, right, I think that's us done for the night, Gav. We've taken it up an, an hour and a half of these people's time. So, look, I yeah. want to thank everyone in the chat for coming in and supporting us and listening to us. We appreciate we that. What makes the show. We got the 379, you know, which oh, isn't bad. wasn't bad. wasn't bad. Right? Close. If you want to have a late run in the next minute, hit that like button um feel free but yeah. look we appreciate that we had grizz earlier technical problems we unfortunately couldn't stay on with us but myself and gav tried to rumble through so gav thanks for joining me tonight buddy uh, it's been a pleasure an absolute pleasure and um, we'll be back on sunday we will indeed we'll talk to you then be good hey don't forget the johnsons are coming over i want to find a rosé jill hasn't tried yet let's go exploring at total wine their prices are ridiculously low Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Everybody should definitely come to Baltimore. We have a way of speaking to each other through food. It's really renewed for me, my love of what I do. It's going to take something far stronger than a pandemic to defeat us. All of these businesses are taking precautions to make sure that everyone is safe. We're ready. See what we've got going on. Plan your visit at Baltimore.org. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.